0: You're listening to Live from the Path. We're coming from the Pathway Studios here in Johnston proper. Live. Yeah, it is a heck of a good uh, uh, jolly tickler to be with you live. Mm-hmm. I haven't felt this live for a long time. This mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. I stopped shaving my armpits today, I stopped hitting stream, fellas. Yeah. Someone, said, someone suggested that I shave my armpits the other day, and I thought, No. I'll never do it. Why? Wait. How close? What type of person? Uh, like a close friend, an acquaintance, someone from the gas station. I feel like it was my wife. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> okay. I don't. <laughs> I don't recall exactly the conversation, but I remember being adamantly against it.
1: I used to shave my armpits. Gross. Back in the day. Yeah. Huh. Back in uh, my college years, why I, thought I was uh, I thought I was some sort of bodybuilder. I was not <laughs> very big, uh, or very strong. Does is the deodorant more effective? Uh, I don't not... recall. Okay. I just recall my. She was my girlfriend then, but now my wife, saying, uh, you better knock that off.
0: <laughs> oh, she said, I heard you were shaving your pits and I wanted no, it to sh- stop. No,
1: she's, she's seen it. I, I used to wear uh, bro tanks all the time wow. because, yeah. like I said before.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of life decisions that were made back <laughs> in the day. <laughs> yeah, back in the day. <laughs> oh, so she caught a glimpse of your pit skin and said, I've had enough of it.
1: Yeah, she said, you know... You're a man.
0: It looks like you got eyelids in there, and I don't want anything to do with it. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: let's, tough uh, to take in. <laughs> let's, uh,
0: let's start growing some hair. <laughs> I feel like the deodorant would be more effective if I didn't have to beast past a layer of uh, woolly mammoth-type hair. Huh. But those well, I'm,
1: your... I'm not really a woolly mammoth-style anyhow. You, you ever know, use a... Uh... like a sparse sparse forest no. in there. It, no,
2: no, no. This is gone too far already.
1: Is, <laughs> is spray deodorant out?
0: Like, is that a pretty
2: full? pas? That's pop? what I use. What? Yeah. yeah. Really? The spray? No yeah, roll-on? Yeah. No. Spray. Have you always been a spray man? Uh, as long as I can remember. Yeah. yeah. That this,
0: Dan was spraying deodorant uh, right when they came out and said, look, this, the CFCs are ruining the world. And Dan goes, I'm committed. I'm, I'll i I'm, I'm, I'm already in. <laughs> yeah. I can do both pits at the same
2: time. Come Lord Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: right. I'll tarry the Lord. I'm going to force your hand. <laughs> we'll discredit these guys. That
2: didn't work for Judas.
0: <laughs> All right. You're listening to Life from the Path. Uh, here's what we got uh, going on the old live show tonight. So to kick us off... There was an infographic, Nathaniel, that you found, and I—I I think I was questioning the source of where this data came from, and I'm not sure I quite found it. But but it spoke to uh, what's what sticks, what causes our um, kids sticking with the church, and um, what characteristics or things can be done to help kids stay in the church once they start to mature. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. There's like f- there's like five things that they say lead to. Uh, kids staying or why? why, Basically, the infographic was seventy-five percent of kids left the church from age eighteen to twenty-nine, and twenty-five percent stayed. And the they they give five reasons why.
1: Okay, and I've heard that statistic before, where that seventy-five percent of kids leave the church. Yeah, usually the conversation that I've heard is centered around why are all these kids leaving, instead of what's causing these. These other kids to stay. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Right.
0: So yeah, so let's let's touch on that. I want to talk about one, um, does it sniff right the numbers? Two, based upon maybe Dan your ministry experience or things that we've seen in the church, does it does it seem like the characteristics that they say help kids stay are actually the ones that are doing it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so let's hit that up. Also, there's an article on the Christian Post this week that's that I think was asking, will the metaverse verse in the megachurch? I don't know. Have have you guys you guys stepped into this metaverse business? No, you haven't it, any it's, part of it. It seems
2: very nebulous to me, and I'm not sure what it is. to Be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. I haven't played with it at all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've just seen the stuff and like, yeah, no. It's, it's, it's it like playing The Sims or something. This is going to be yeah. This is going to be hard for for me to understand.
0: You're look like, you're going to look like a real luddite here, Mike. Yeah. So is the metaverse is it owned by Meta, like the company? The fa- X. The That's what. They're, yeah. Okay. Okay. But, but I think it's it's broadly supposed to represent a. A, a universe that live that is digital, of which you interact with um, in, in a pretty holistic manner, um, but but gives yeah. you a lot of control over you know how you present yourself. Because there was something that came out a few months ago about some guy got charged with a with assault. Well, was he charged? And he, I think he was banned or something for assaulting someone else in the metaverse. I'm huh. Like it's, it's it's zeros and ones, man. That's
2: Sci-fi, uh, zeros type and ones stuff.
0: assaulted each other in the metaverse. But like people but I mean there is a there's a consequence to it like you're harassing someone it's like you're bullying someone or someone Yeah. Kind of but yeah. like okay, okay here comes the luddite part of me so like in 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 the in the metaverse though like I can't go untie somebody's shoelace right like they're they You could trip them though. Oh. Yeah, like you could go up to somebody's you know th- uh, representation of them as a person. Avatars probably, it's and I can stick out my digital foot, and, yeah, and down they go. You could shove them over because, like, I think the, the 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 accusation against this dude was like that he tried to touch some somebody in a in a in an aggressive or sexual manner, and they're like, I was violated. Well, I'm like,
2: I, uh, but they can't. I mean,
1: I
0: mean, that's the thing is if can you if you can trip somebody, I mean, can you like steal their hat or? You know what I'm saying? You can steal their digital hat. Steal
2: their fake hat, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's craziness. I had no idea the technology bounds. But, like, I mean, just think if you're so invested in it, though, that, like, you can't – if someone – takes something innocuous, like tripping somebody, and, like, you were just a total wad of a person that just went around tripping people all the time. <laughs> That's your whole digital profile. <laughs> and there was, the yeah, tripper. The yeah, day tripper. The day tripper. <laughs> so so think, think of that, though. It, there isn't anything to do. About it. Yeah. Like, if you're a digital jerk, having to regulate behavior, even if it's not the consequence that someone's, like, I don't know, cutting a mole off your face with a buck knife, like, they're still they're still <laughs> coming at you and harassing you in a digital way. And so now the question is, you got a whole other category of crimes where you're
2: like, but you're not hurt, but you're like, ah, but I am harassed. I don't know. That, that, that's like 20 years ago, someone putting your your 8x10 picture on the wall and throwing darts at it. It's like, mm. you didn't hurt me. I yeah, mean, you know, but, I, I, but like fics and I get stones the, and and zeros and ones. The iteration oh,
0: yeah. I can think of here is like is like playing like Minecraft on a Minecraft server, right? Like, but you can't actually hurt me. I can like walk through you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> or like, like nothing. You can't actually affect anything that I'm. You doing. You could kill you and co- and collect all your stuff. So you could beat you and rob you. Yeah, but like, uh, but once again, like uh, you can. If I can just walk through a guy, you know, or I can swing a sword at you and it doesn't do anything to you, like basically I have no effect on you. Yeah. And the metaverse is is basically set up where you will you will you could have effect on somebody. Well or fake a, effect. A, a, kind of. And like I think that's the <laughs> there's such a weird bog in here. Cause like to the extent that you have invested yourself in this digital experience, um, it will feel more and
2: more like a like a Personal violation. So, Be- do you spend like real money to get like upgrades? Yeah. And, stuff, yeah. and they can take fact, that away from you? I saw him? this thing. Yeah. That,
1: that there's this guy, this like kid. He was like 18. I don't know. He looked young. Uh, and he was driving around in like a Lamborghini or a McLaren or some, some fancy car. And then the guy comes up to him. He's like, Hey, what do you do for a living? He's like, I sell virtual real estate on the metaverse. Oh, yeah. 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 It's like, What? what? <laughs> totally. We'll get but th- Yeah. Think- I sell mansions on the metaverse. Well, think of it like, um, it's, it's,
0: buy- now people have been doing this for, you know, decade a couple of decades at least, which is playing like online games and then selling people the upgrades, the armor, the weapons or whatever. So you don't have to go earn it. You just go, you can buy it. Um, and what ends up becoming like a digital asset. As a matter of fact, I've, I was listening to a podcast one time about people who made a ton of money hacking the game so that they could um, grab a bunch of the currency within the game, buy a bunch of stuff, and then sell it to somebody to go use. So now th- think about, not so much mansions but think if if you've got a large groups of people who are focusing a digital experience of which like they're in they're looking around they're walking around advertisement becomes a key thing like your ability to represent your business or whatever within this place sell goods and services within uh this this digital world it
2: yeah it starts to become a thing very much so I'm, so we need to have a uh, a a a um Church service going on with with the avatar stuff. Totally, there's so I mean, there's I churches doing that. Yeah,
0: there are churches that do that. That like they're they're online, like within Fortnite or something. They'll set up um, events that are the church services, and people will come and attend, and it becomes like a digital community. I'm still I can't get past like someone could untie your shoe. I just I can't I can't, I can't take it in or like the day tripper that's cereal around walking you do know, tripping everybody. Like I, you're just so used to characters like they're they're. Uh, ones and zeros representation of you, but, like, you can't affect me at all, right? Like, I mean, you can emotionally affect me or say mean things to me or something, but, like, physically, you can't do anything to me or my avatar guy, right? But you're saying this is different. Someone could come up and push me over in, in the metaverse, and, like, I will... Perceive as if I've fallen down No well no I mean you're not going to fall out of your chair or anything Oh no not b- personally but like My, my vision means me, the goggles I'm hurt yeah yeah I'm right triggered. right You've got someone who aggressively approached you Digitally <laughs> and Knocked you over and laughed in your face And spit on you or something <laughs> like uh, Crazy now I mean here's the deal I mean walk away Right, you know. Turn it off. What yeah. if they got like do booster, something different? Go out and play. Booster or... shoes on or something. They run me down. I mean, that's the thing with the metaverse. it's like I can walk away from a uh, you know a guy that wants to give me the business, but like in the metaverse, who says say he doesn't? His avatar don't have wings and he flies right in front here's, of me again. Here's what me. it's going to be. It's going to be the rise of legit superheroes because well, you can do it in the metaverse, and so you're going to find these uh, these people showing up as
2: uh, the Spider Man. I wonder if the Nephilim were uh, part of the metaverse. Yeah.
0: Well, and, and they were
2: they were digital uh, mighty men of valor. <laughs>
0: now, does the company control like how fast, strong, uh, whatever yeah. your
2: your avatar can be? Probably, yeah. So, so if you don't, I mean, like it, it, it big big tech. If they don't like what you are saying, they can cut you out. Will they oh, sure. Do the same thing here.
0: Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. State,
2: The state church is being set up in the metaverse. Mm. Ooh,
0: this is well. Di- yeah. I'm blown away. I, feel, I want to try it. Here's the feel. I'm feeling every day of my 40 years right now. Yeah, uh, it's making me feel super old. That I like that that I want to be able to explain this topic. And there's just in the back of my mind that I'm not explaining it right, or I'm explaining it like a like an old fogey. Yeah, crap. We sound super old. We, we should have invited someone else <laughs> we in need here. Someone who, actually, it'd be super interesting to talk to someone who is doing digit, like church services or things like that um, in these areas and uh, what they're running into. And maybe what the, I'd be curious to see what the future. Well, actually, here, let's let's read this article. So, will the metaverse end the megachurch? It says months before the coronavirus pandemic hit, many churches struggled to acknowledge that an increasing share of their audience had been migrating to online teachers and worship experiences. When the World Health Organization declared COVID nineteen a pandemic, and I don't care about that. At the time, just twenty two percent of pastors live streamed their entire service, and about ten percent only live streamed their sermon. Some forty one percent of pastors admitted they didn't post any portion of their church service online while about 52% said they posted the sermon online after the church service. Less than two years after the ravages of the pandemic, however, a lot has changed. Data collected in a survey of nearly 2,000 decision-making church leaders for the 2021 State of Church Technology Report shows that most American churches now embrace technology as an important tool in achieving their mission and agree that the digital church is here to stay. The report finds that churches more than ever are enthusiastic to adopt technology for the long haul. Uh, As the pandemic erased any doubts regarding the viability of digital church. Earlier this year, I don't care about him, many other churches sold or shuttered their church buildings for good. Others have been trying to more creative ways to survive outside of migrating online completely or merging with another church. While many churches, here's the metaverse part, are wrestling with the basics of the constantly evolving wave of online technologies impacting the way people live, major technology companies and a minority of churches are already getting ready for the future of the Internet, what some are calling the metaverse. Siobhan Lewis, a representative of social media giant Facebook, whose parent company Meta Platforms is investing heavily in the development of the metaverse, described it to the Christian Post as a set of virtual spaces where you can create and explore with other people who aren't in the same physical space as you. We see the metaverse as the next evolution in social technologies and the successor to the mobile internet. It will feel like a hybrid of today's online social experiences... Sometimes expanded into three dimensions or projected into the physical world and seamlessly stitched together so that you can easily jump from one thing to another. I can't even handle myself in the one physical world. Yeah,
2: I Uh, feel like I I couldn't take being a loser in three different spaces. (laughs) I mean, like yeah, like does this open up the world differently to dating? I mean, like oh yeah, yeah. you're hot. It's like well, yeah, I shaped myself this way. I mean, I I I I bought the upgrade. Yeah, you know, then they see you in real life. They're like, oh, you shave your armpits, right? (laughs) I don't know. It's kind of frightening. Yeah, it is kind of frightening. Um,
0: uh, ooh, ooh! It looks like weird things are happening to the videos. Bummer.
2: Oh dear. Yeah, I don't yeah, know I if can. it's the metaverse. Yeah, this is the, this is the thing that happened. Are we
0: transitioning? Would be I mean, right now. Yeah. You think this is happening right directly? Oh no! <laughs> we can't I, take it in. We could be in the metaverse and we didn't even realize it. I'm I'm not ready. Oh, which I don't pill know. did you take? I I I find this. I feel like. Uh, what What do you have to own to get into the metaverse? Do you have
2: to own a thing? Uh, oh, like a. Do you have to have one of those little Facebook? I mean, I assume you gotta have something. Thing, you gotta have uh, some kind
0: of visor or goggle or something. Or I mean, I, what? I, I can't get off this pushing a guy thing. Like <laughs> I wouldn't like, know how to push Do you have people. to wear like sensors and stuff? Like so you could. Is that the goal? Is like you wear the sensors and then you can actually feel the push or something?
2: Or in a tube eventually. Wasn't that a movie with like. Some game, and you could feel the stuff they'd get in the chair, and you they'd actually total recall.
1: Uh, no, it was like Ender's game. Um, did you say Henderson's Ender's game? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah, that's it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've not seen that.
2: Oh, gotta see it because it's we're living it right now. Okay,
1: we're in the future.
2: Mm Hmm, yeah, I'm not sure what we're gonna do about
0: this here. I'll tell you what, if you guys are watching live, um. We're going to go ahead and cut this one. I, I, I we'll continue to record the show. We'll post the rest of it um, online, but there's no reason for you to, I don't know, look at the screen for an extended amount it of time. It looks like
2: a close-up of a tweed jacket. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, so, you know, test out of the gate, number one. Not that a super corduroy?
0: success. Yeah. See? And in the metaverse, we would have failed as well. Wouldn't yeah. that be horrible? You get in the metaverse, and all of a sudden, your live stream don't work there
2: either. i bet you some other podcast just came in and metaverse dust. Dang. Metatryptist. Metatryptist. Okay, yeah. that's rough.
0: All right, so we're going to let you streaming guys go. We'll pick up the rest uh, audio on a podcast. we will be right back. Okay, welcome back to Life from the Path. Uh, we tried to do something fancy. We said we got the fast internet, we got the sweet computers, let's turn all the stuff on, let the lights blink, and have a good old party. Mm-hmm. And uh, it did what it would do in light of our uh, hobnobbing around here. Classic and, Life from the Path style. Y- yep, yeah, crash fill on its face. Out <laughs> halfway through and revealed our undershorts. All right, so we were talking about we were talking about the metaverse. Oh yeah, I was in the middle of an article. Ah, oh, shoot, skis. And Then I got distracted and I, I didn't bring it back up. Hold on a minute. I feel like the we were just getting into the church in the metaverse. Yeah, Dan, are you were you over there checking out to try to get in on this thing?
2: On um, the the live? Uh, no, the metaverse. Oh, are, I was are just you, looking you thinking at... about it. Uh, I mean, I'm mean, i playing with it. I'm playing. I'm. I'm yeah, I got, I'm investigating. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I, I want to know how to do this. I want to do. I want to hold a church service.
0: Yeah. I, I here's the thing: is like do you, we 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 need a guy. We need a guy to ask questions too. Because like yeah. what I assume has to happen is like everybody who owns like the Oculus headset or whatever gets to attend your church, but like you have to have a bigger like computer or something to to run the service. Maybe. Do you?
2: I don't. I don't know. Or is it on the web? No, I mean, it's, it's
0: probably in the, online. Yeah. In the cloud. Yeah. Anybody has to be able to get into it. Hmm. You probably don't have to own. So it says uh, the metaverse isn't a single product one company can build alone, and it won't be built overnight. Many of these products will only be fully realized in the next ten to fifteen years. Some have raised concerns that the metaverse isn't safe for women and children, with reports of women being groped. Okay, that's what I was talking about. That's just—I mean,
2: it's not real.
0: Uh, the metaverse has. This is from technologyreview.com dot com. The metaverse has a groping problem already. All right, hold on. Let's see if I can. I mean, find, that's not uh,
1: shocking. The you, can,
2: you, can you say you're someone else?
0: Yeah. Un- according to Meta, Joe. on November 26th of last year, a beta tester reported something deeply troubling. She had been groped by a stranger. How did
2: that? I mean, you could do that walking down uh, the street in France. So my wife tells me.
0: Okay, hold on. That. Uh, I don't even know if I should read it. So when Aaron Stanton heard about the incident, he was transported to October 2016... When a gamer penned an open letter on medium describing being groped in quiver, a game Stanton co-designed. He described entering a multiplayer mode where all the characters were exactly the same, save for their voices. In between, a wave of zombies and demons to shoot down. I was hanging out, out next to Big Bro 442. Suddenly, Big Bro 442's disembodied helmet faced me dead on. His floating hand approached my body, and he started to virtually rub my chest. Stop, I cried. This goaded him on, and even when I turned away from him, he chased me around, making grabbing and pinching motions near my chest.
2: I I, mean, I
0: don't know what to do with it. I feel like I'm going to say something either rubish or insensitive. But, like, you know, he didn't actually touch you, though. Like, I, I get the notion of people invading your – like, it feels like where you feel uh, that you have a space, whether it's digital or otherwise, and someone's, like, harassing you, and so you can't complete the thing that you're on there to do. Like, I get that. I just right. don't – I, I I guess my worry is that it diminishes the the by calling it that by calling it groping. Um yeah. you you're assigning to it the exact same thing that if a human came up and invaded the privacy space and yeah. honor uh of another human and touched them when
2: they shouldn't and and it's cheapening the real thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah that would be my that, that's maybe where I'm hesitating. I'm not saying it's, not, it's 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 irritating and it's some form of harassment probably but like that's not the same thing. And I feel like we, we 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 lose our right understanding of how to deal with those types of problems human to human when we misrepresent the language that describes the digital interaction in the same way. Even if there are I'd like I think there are different ways of which emotional interactions with people can be even harsher online, just simply with some of the medium and how it can be transmitted. But like I I just don't. These don't feel like to like to me.
2: So like I I, I play World of Tanks, right? It's, it's a fun little game, and you have like a three minutes, whatever I don't know however many minutes uh, battle seven against seven, whoever you know try to tries to win. I mean, people do dumb things. They'll they'll run into you. Sometimes it's by accident because I, I, I don't know. Sometimes they'll they'll call you names for in in the chat. You don't even you know who they are. I'm just mm-hmm. I, I just have never once been offended. I just I mean it's just like okay they're just some eight year old in China that's you know I mean. I, I, they kill me. That's their goal. So they shoot me, and, and, and I, I don't know. The whole thing. It's like it's 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 a game. But people do get wound up sometimes. To say, oh, guys, it's a game, right? It's like yeah. it's it's not real. Okay. Well, so I, so I, you're just. I
0: uh, yeah. yeah. I, I I'm. We're just treading lightly here, right? Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. uh Because we don't. I got zero. No one sexually harasses me. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. That's all. What? So so. <laughs> 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 um, so, so I'm just trying to think where we can speak to. I'm, I'm looking for lines here, right? So, like, verbal sexual harassment is for sure sexual harassment. Sure. Typed out sexual harassment that you read is also sexual same, harassment. No problem, ways. right?
2: Yep. Yep. So, like, if they're talking about your real self.
0: Well, what you don't think typed out sexual harassment on even on your
2: representation of you is not sexual harassment? I mean, I'm guessing that they don't even know who you really are in the digital world. I guess that's what I was saying. On the tanks, I don't know who these people are, they're numbers. I mean do you 0, have 7, to be 7, a 2, true 2, and they, I like a
0: true to scale version of yourself well, so by, to be I, harassed? So the yeah the question would be let's say you're playing Minecraft with somebody else and somebody comes up and goes, Nice caboose Airplane 2279. Right. And you're like I mean it's a digital caboose. Well and I and I assume like and you do get to create your own digital what you look like. You could create a nice caboose. Yeah. Minecraft Good your job. square pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right.
2: <laughs> right. So like right. I, I suppose if you say nice you mean everybody's got a nice caboose, you know? I'm like I mean, that can see like on social media, they're looking at the real picture of yeah. you and then they say, Okay, that's that's like okay, dude, stop it. But this, they don't even know who you are. The, the, I'm assuming. I'm, I'm making assumptions But isn't that what the here.
0: metaverse is trying to, to,
2: to do? Yes. Right? The metaverse is trying to say this
0: is an actual representation of yeah. yourself. And, like, that's the whole goal of the metaverse. Yeah. And so if it is, then does it come with – I I just keep thinking that with the guy on the pension, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I, it's really hard to grasp an entire situation over a digital medium, right? So, like, a guy coming up and groping at a lady – uh, in a physical form, it's really obvious what's happening. But like the same digital representation could be a guy that's going, "Hey, let me have that gun you got, or you know, and, and doing the squeezy squeeze, but it yeah. really means here. Give, give that here. Let me have that thing that you have, you know. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm sure that like in her situation or whatever they're describing, it was probably more obvious that I'm making it, you know. But still, uh, okay. it, it's weird that you have that you're defending a digital version of yourself. It's and probably could, too well, much. for me Just punch to him in the
2: face. It. It's digital. They're not going to hurt you.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, so is, is assault a digital knife? I mean, is it is a is a punch know. to the face? Is the, is virtual assault also assault? <laughs> I don't know. Is that is that kind of what we're talking about?
1: What's this is, I mean, I feel like this is not a new thing. Like, the, I mean, even like in the old like Halo Online, where you, someone would kill you and then they would come over to your your dead body and uh, squat down over top of you and say, "Uh, oh, I killed you." Yeah, right. It's like, okay, I yeah, see what you're doing. It's the game.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I've done that. I've rammed into people, I shot them, then I ram, in them, and then I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "You deserve that because you were a jerk," <laughs> and I killed you. <laughs> yeah, uh, so and I'll never see you again. I don't know who you are. I mean, oh man, I, this this just
0: theme. Seems... Who put this out. Well, this is from technologyreview.com. dot com, and like they talked this... about the metaverse.
1: No, the this article. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because yeah. So, like it, it kind of depends on like how you how you view the metaverse, because like. Uh, meta wants you to be okay this is this is my life yeah. inside of this metaverse uh they want you to fully invest in it as if it's a real thing and uh it's obviously not a real thing uh so it kind of makes a, a difference w- like if you are in it and you're like oh this is me mm, this is the, how I want to be
2: okay you're identifying with your digital self yeah then that yeah, yeah.
1: I th- I
0: think there's like I'm I I I don't have any reservation on this being a harassment of some kind, but I, it's it's the equivocation or equiv, equivalent uh, to sexual harassment in your digital form, where I'm and maybe it, may be, it may be that, that it's because my mind is not contemplating how real this feels. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. It, like if you're in if you're in it and like if you're if it's not square pants bodies and like the notion of of how you're represented maybe just feels so 1996 to me that i can't it doesn't feel uh, invasive s- that's that could be true
1: have you seen any like g- graphics from the meta- metaverse no it doesn't uh, look good so uh, let's let's like say the Sims look you better. say they do look oh. good no they, do- oh, they don't doesn't. okay no. it's very r- rudimentary say, looking
2: but if you assault someone digitally and they you get in trouble so they put you in digital jail yeah right Don't you so okay? You just don't play that character for the next five years, and you start you create a new one. Right, you would yes. I mean, right. So there's no punishment. Nothing really happened. And even the punishment's fake. Everything's fake.
0: I mean, I suppose they could figure out who you were, and then not allow. I mean, if you,
2: I mean, how how you wouldn't
0: use your real identity? I've I've got nineteen
2: emails. I mean, you know, I have different logins for YouTubes and stuff and <laughs> not Hudson at gmail.com <laughs> this seems
0: I mean this seems like a like a, just a huge world to try to police and then and then imprint the laws and means and ways of the way that our physical world works in now a virtual world where consequences don't actually have the same weight so it seems boy I just I, I'm tr- I'm trying not to border on insensitive here but I, I can't figure out It'd be like me running for class president in high school, and I post my stupid face all over the school, and someone draws boobs on me or something, right? And then go. You could have chosen a mustache. <laughs> well, and then that's not sexual harassment. Okay, okay, I'm with uh, you. Uh, Memory yeah. Mike. <laughs> right, right. Memory Mike is up. <laughs> right, so, so if that's the case, like, are, are we essentially saying it's the same thing? To a, aver- it's not actually me. It's a representation of me, and you've defaced it or made it something that it shouldn't be in a harassing manner i just i wouldn't expect any consequences i would just take take the thing yeah, down okay that's you though but like let's say someone was running for class president and was a lady and it had shown uh and it was like a full picture of her and then someone had drawn in the nipples or something yeah would yeah, you take that differently be inappropriate you would take that differently right yes, yeah that would be different yeah okay yeah so and and this article got to this a little bit and um it's at a constant topic of debate on message boards after Bellamy's media article was whether or not what she had experienced was actually groping if her body wasn't physically touched. I think people should keep in mind that sexual harassment has never had to be a physical thing," said Jesse Fox, an associate professor at Ohio State University who researches the social implications of virtual reality. It can be verbal, and yes, it can be a virtual experience as well. So I'm I'm on the verbal. It has to be personal, though. Um. Yeah. So yeah. So Dan, I you feel say, like the the line is, yeah. yeah is, is, is something if it's related to your representation in there, it seems yeah. less. If
2: I look like a Fisher Price digital doll, yeah, they don't even know. I mean, I don't even have any boobs. You're a Lego, I'm a, yeah. Is yeah. So, don't think kind I of look like the Fisher Price. I, I mean, do you know what the Fisher Price? Maybe them. Yeah, like
0: the Weebles or something, uh, like yeah. something real, just real anamorphic. And I I, yeah. I, I think the goal is, is that they are the, the goal is to not look like that. I think the goal is to, to be real. It. Why the fine heck are we creating a digital experience that just poorly mimics our human one?
2: Yeah.
0: I, hey, I don't. It's uh, because I can change who I am in there. I can have shaved armpits and pectoral oh. muscles. Oh, true. They look good in those I could be the Nathaniel uh, so from 10 years ago. <laughs> let, let me finish out this this explanation because I think it probably would help for context. Catherine Cross, who researches online harassment at the University of Washington, says that when virtual reality is immersive and real, toxic behavior that occurs in that environment is real as well. At the end of the day, the nature of virtual reality spaces is such that it is designed to trick the user into thinking they are physically in a certain space that their every bodily action is occurring in a 3D environment, she says. It's part of the reason why emotional reactions can be stronger in that space and why VR triggers the same internal nervous system and psychological responses. That was true in the case of the woman who was groped on Horizon Worlds. Sexual harassment is no joke on the regular internet, but being in VR adds another layer that makes the event more intense. Not only was I groped last night, but there were other people there who supported this behavior, which made me feel isolated in the plaza, which is the virtual environment central gathering space. Um... Is the is the point? This is where the insensitive comes back in. Yeah, is the point though that it isn't real, just because you yeah. trick your body into thinking it is. That's right. It's like when I'm having fever dreams, right? Yeah. Like they're not happening; they're not actual reality. I believe it at the time it's happening, but like it's not reality. So, you, you wake up and you and you um and you're you're sweating. Or even if a nightmare, right? Like you scream and you're you're sweating and your body's n- and your heart rates up and stuff, but like. It does come back to reality. You were not eaten by a zombie. Yeah. Like your grandmother did not jump out of your cereal bowl and eat your nose. Like whatever it is that you were dreaming that was scary. You, you do have to come to reality that it's not true, even if your body was reacting to that. And so the consequence then is like again, I, I think there is. I think there's a re- there is a reality that if you're immersive in something and you're taking what you're taking what feels like ownership of an experience. I, I I likening this to Mike. I don't know if you remember, but when we were I don't know, maybe it had it been 13 or 14, um, someone, I don't want to say they broke into our house because I think it was probably open, our apartment. I think someone just walked in. Yeah, yeah. And like, they, got, they took the butter out of the fridge. They knocked a bunch of crap over, spilt a bunch of stuff all over the place. And just walking back through our apartment and rooms and having all your stuff scattered around, even though they weren't there anymore, no one was physically harmed, but it felt like a crazy violation. Yeah. Someone yeah. has been in our space. And been messing with your stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, like, maybe it's not a great equivalent, but that's what I have in my mind, that maybe virtually it kind of feels like that. You have control. You set something up. You've got friends. You've got places you go and travel. You've got, you're totally immersed in it because you've got the headset on or whatever, and maybe even the hands and stuff. And so it all feels together. And then to have someone invade that space and disrespect it. In such a way, and like to the limits of their digital capabilities, so they show up to, and they just you know whatever are making rude hand gestures and typing crappy things to you. Like I, I'm, I'm still on board that I think this is a harassment. And I think if you're going to offer a service like that, you're going to have to have a way to monitor it, just like you can't be abusive in chat rooms, right? Uh, in a lot of there's moderators for that kind of thing, and so I think you have to moderate that behavior. But like, um, and and I know in the moment, like it it can feel aggressive, but like. I, I just as a humanity I think we've got to retain this notion that like it it isn't though. Like your your physical man lady areas were not we're not touched your you cannot be mm-hmm. uh, whatever whatever the next steps are yeah. and third base. You can't be third based in in the digital world. Um, you can just be harassed and then crudely dealt with. So, I mean, isn't that the thing that makes video games fun anyway? Like, like if you play crazy taxi, you go through, you try to pick up a bunch of people and you don't make it. You start over again. You crash your car into six buildings. It didn't, you didn't actually crash your car into six buildings. That's the fun part. You get to act as if you are this, that, or the other. And, but the consequences aren't actually there. That's what a video game is, right? You go, yeah. you play Zelda and you're not actually in threat of dying, you know, but you get to, Kind of your body and your mind gets and your brain get all all in there and you act like yes there is a thrill of not dying in a virtual world but like and trying to trying to get to the end and win yeah but but it's not actually true it's not actually happening that's what makes the game a game that's why it's fun and so when you when you say well that's no longer the case I want to make these realities but not these like now you're starting to choose which parts of these you're going to count as consequential and 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 reality based versus the other things which you are not going to count as consequential and reality based, like the appearance you chose for yourself or your ability to run six miles in the metaverse or pick up a real heavy thing or whatever else that you is not accurate to your reality. Right? That's what it, it seems like a, a really I don't know how you I don't know how you police that line, right? Because you yeah. can't ask out of it to be this thing, but the consequence of being that thing, which is there are no consequences and you get to be something that you're not actually um but th- then when someone does a behavior you dislike and I'm not promoting that behavior I'm just saying any behavior that you don't like now it's real and now it's too far right 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 You're, the boundaries I, I don't know but this is kind of a trajectory of where we're at as a society is the boundaries are are totally subjective
1: mm-hmm.
0: what's acceptable to me is not acceptable to you like can you be uh, th- this is putting all kinds of weird stuff in my brain like can you be a, can you be a nudist <laughs> in in the virtual world, right. and like, to what degree is is that regulated? Like, hey man, I don't appreciate what you have on, or not what, what you don't have on. I'm taken back. That's your first thought. But like, you know what? I could be a metaverse nudist. I, I could be a meta a, nudist. I could just, <laughs> like, the with, things I don't know about men. <laughs> I don't want to do it. I'm just saying, like, that's the type of thing where like people might find it totally acceptable, and they say, finally, I can be free where the real world won't let me. But like, someone else has to take that in your digital nudity. And, like, th- we have boundaries for that in our uh, physical world. Um, how do those translate to people's subjective boundaries of what is okay and what is not okay? Because I think the digital world feels freeing, but, like, you're going to run into boundaries in the same way. It's just people are re it out. They're kind of blowing the place up, starting with anarchy and going, well, we'll see where our boundaries need to be. But I, we, we, I think we risk overdrawing the line um, when it comes to... I just some of the notion I think to Dan's point that like if it's not ad, if it's not against the man, if it's not actually against a physical human being in some fashion or another, then it like you can't digitally you can't harass a representation. It'd be like two puppets fighting right It's not yeah. actually you. you are controlling it, right but like if you both you know dropped a drop puppets down on a stage and you puppeteered one side and somebody else puppeteered the other. You're allowed to burn an effigy. You're allowed – now, it's a, it's a hate crime depending on what it is, who it is. Yeah. But like generally speaking, someone could say, I hate Ben Foost so much. I've crafted a representation of him out of wool and sticks, and I'm going to burn it in the public square. Yeah. And that's
2: totally legal. Yes. You can do that. And yeah, we so, did that for football rallies.
0: You burned an effigy of me for football rallies. Uh, it was, we put Ben Foost. Boy, I feel real offended.
2: <laughs> We'd put the opposing football team jersey on, and you know, and like yeah. for homecoming or whatever, and burn and, Ben the nudist. <laughs> Get
0: yeah, right, right. So like, um, it's an expression. I'm not sure it's a you know, it doesn't healthy piece, but like you can do it. And so is that? It's a it's a represent. Now, if I if that was me, and someone had set up an effigy of me and burnt it, I might go. Ugh. I had no idea I was so hated. <laughs> hey. And like it might be something where it creates some sense of fear in me that someone hates me so much to have created a representation to burn it in the square. <laughs> but like they didn't burn me. I can't say yeah. they lit me on fire. They did not do that. And so like um, I, there, there's a risk here that I've, that um, that we've actually – you've lost your sense of reality and intent to create a new one. You've lost the sense of the one that actually exists, and like, call me old-fashioned, but I do feel like the priority still remains your physical existence. Like that is the de facto reality. You're crafting the other; you're still making it up. You've become god of your own universe
2: in there, mm. but there is still a god of this universe here, of which you submit, and uh, you will eventually cease. Yes, in the physical world and spiritually, go before the real god. That's right. That's and, right. The and whatever happened in the digital world didn't matter. Oh, man. Yeah, what do you
0: do with deceased people <laughs> in the metaverse? There have got to be people talking about this well. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, back to the church, though. Uh, they were talking with Cheryl uh, Sandberg from Facebook, and she said she was looking forward to the day when churches and other religious groups began hosting services in virtual reality on the platform. She says, I know that faith organizations and social media are a natural fit because fundamentally both are about connection. This was true long before the pandemic. We envision a world where our platform could help people build community by connecting with others who shared their interests. Our hope is that one day we'll host religious services and virtual reality spaces as well, or use augmented reality as an educational tool to teach the children the story of their faith. Bishop D.J. Soto, who began preaching in the metaverse in 2016, look at this guy. Ooh. I mean, he's, he's driving off the highway before it's even built. Yeah. Uh, had initially planned to plant physical churches, but now leads the VR Church, one of the few prominent congregations in the metaverse. This is the guy we've going to talk to. Mm-hmm. VR Church is a spiritual community which exists entirely in the metaverse to celebrate God's love for the world. The church declares on its website, we believe church can be anywhere at any time with anyone, even in the metaverse. Uh, Soto, who previously involved with the ministry of a megachurch, believes that church in the metaverse, or the metachurch as he calls it, is the successor of the megachurch. I was part of a mega church, and in 2016, we left to go what we thought would be physical church planning. So that's what we set out to do. And it was about the same time Facebook bought Oculus, and we got into VR and entered the metaverse via Altspace, which is owned by – I don't care. Oh, Sota told Kerry Newhoff – he talked to the – Kerry – I can never say his name right. Is it Newhoff? I don't know. I think so, yeah. Okay. Um, When we got in here, I was like, wow, this is amazing. I was just blown away. I've never seen anything like it. You think you've seen everything. And I was only there a couple of hours. It was a Friday. Unnecessary semicolon. We were shifting our lives into this physical church plane, but I thought, man, what if we did a little experiment? Had church in this metaverse, and so three days later, I had my first church service in VR, and I was so pumped because five people came to launch day, and more than five years later, the VR church continues to grow. Hmm. I didn't. He didn't kick out the numbers. No, did he say? Okay. No, he so, doesn't do it. So think about this though. Is is let's say let's say the mega church moves into the meta church, right? And. Uh you have church services, but you don't have uh near the costs, right, of running upfront services and all that jazz. So now your people could turn around and be more generous. Are they generous in the metaverse? Right? Yeah. I can give a million bucks digitally. To, to to where? To what, right? Like uh nothing in the it's it's a hyper focus on on uh, feelings and emotional interactions, right? But like that doesn't make up all of your life. There's so many physical interactions and your ability to eat and sleep and and run and move a thing and, and and mow the grass and whatever. Like all this stuff that like most of the needs that the church is 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 helping with are they start at the physical needs, right? Like like the, the church goes out and does this or that in a in a really physical way and then caters to the emotional things or the spiritual needs while they're doing it. And so the question is: Is like if the outcome we're looking for is to help people in a tangible way, uh, can you actually get that done in the metaverse, or is it just a giant therapy session? You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't know. Uh, Life Church did this. Yeah, they've yeah. got services in the metaverse. Okay, And they started those in December. Okay, let's maybe. I don't know why we they want talk to talk to us, guy. but we should talk to them. Like and see, I, I'm interested in their in their experiences that get to kind of the tangibleness of are we just showing up somewhere unique. Um or well here's the thing. To the extent that it, that if it turns out it's creating tangible um relationships and connecting people to Jesus, think of think of the vulnerability that's necessary for that type of connection. Was it we are asked an Ask Me Anything event on April seventh. For the VRchurch.org was it? Oh that's fun. Yeah. Okay, maybe I'll, maybe we should watch that. Yeah, and see if we can get some more information on it. But like, t- to the extent that that may be an opportunity, it does then start to reintroduce the conversation of how open and vulnerable and whatever people are willing to be in that space, and uh, but then it takes you back to how how can people be harmed in it. A lot. That's a lot. There's a lot of stuff to sort out. I don't think about any of this stuff how on a normal you, day. How do you get into the metaverse? Uh, you got to download it. It's like a, it's like an application. I'm gonna do it. I'm I'm gonna start a church. Dan's in. I'm gonna do it. He's doing it already. Why not? Now, I, hey, is there any reason we can't broadcast the show? Right. We could do the show from the
2: metaverse. We'll be the hottest hottest wow. show in the
0: metaverse. We were on the forefront of podcasting, and it has served us yeah, well.
2: We take that media. Yeah. <laughs> now that
0: we've dominated at the most that we're gonna dominate. <laughs> yeah, we
2: might must... we do caps for sale there and act it out. That would be awesome.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. We should take our mediocrity on the road. <laughs> We might as well go there before anybody else does we it. We could legit do a world tour inside the Metaverse yeah. oh. in a virtual van, and, <laughs> and then we'll just stop at towns in the Metaverse and do life from the past. I'm sure we'll have technology problems there as well. Okay, well now hold on. Uh, but not every Christian leader is excited about the church's march toward evolving online technology. G. Craig Lewis, uh, founder and leader of Adamant Believers Council in North Richland Hills, Texas, believes the devil is forcing everyone into the bottleneck of the Internet which may seem like a good idea for some now, but he contends that it's a setup. Even the metaverse, it's a setup. (laughs) Lewis told Christian Post, once you're in that space, he, the devil, holds the power of the club, and they can pull the plug. That's already happened in other countries, other continents, especially China, where you can't even mention Jesus Christ online. That goes to Dan's point. Mm -hmm. All they have to do is create a synthetic robot or whatever online to go through and clean it up of every mention of Jesus Christ. The church is done if their only presence is online. Uh, Grunewald, however, maintains the presence of churches in the metaverse is valid. When someone doubts the validity of church in the metaverse, our response is similar to what we've said for years about church online. There are unique benefits to church in digital spaces. It's a way to reach people who might never set foot in a physical church.
2: Hmm. I, just, I just registered for the uh, Ask Anything thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I want to see it. I want to go to Do it, do it. I,
0: uh, once again, though, is, is the question, if you are part of a
2: digital church congregation, are you actually part of a congregation? I think if that's all you're doing, uh, it's like uh, as as much as I am in the uh, army driving tanks in the real world, I'm driving them on World of Tanks, which is not real. Yeah, but it's a fun side thing.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. It's like it it just feels like when it starts to that does sound like the devil, though, right? Yeah, when it starts to represent itself as a thing that it isn't, or that uh, to a depth which it can't ever attain, right?
2: Yeah. You can counsel people. You can talk to them about Jesus But they online. can be playing with you the whole time. I mean, the whole thing's fake. Right. Th- I mean, you can be talking to an atheist who says, yeah, I'm a Jesus person now, and you would be like, yeah, victory, and they're going, ha, 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 you know. It's just so much of Jesus's ministry was was
0: was a physical one, too, right? As much as the stuff, as, as, as we, it's on paper and it's dry because that's what he said, right? Like, you miss the part where, like, he did not, to heal a guy, he did not have to touch them, but he did, yeah. right? Like, he did not have to touch the bleeding woman, but he did, right? And so, like, it has all this, like, our world is, God's created a much more dimensional world than we can try to try to phony in, you oh. know? Yeah, and you know what? It, it hands over more of your life to um, one of the, the risks within social media, which is posturing anyway, representing that your life is different than what it really is. And so the, the type of folks who are living, you can look a depressed friend in the eye and you can see it in him right mm-hmm. and in places where they don't feel like articulating it or they're too they're too down and out to be able to share it with other people but like you can take it in and proactively go deal with them they can continue to falsely represent themselves to other people except it feels much more immersive and then when their own physical existence is not lining up with that i can't imagine that doesn't feel deeper to them um, and like a like a deeper rut because now you've created everything that you wanted to be except you've created it fake and you continue to recognize that your real your earthly physical existence is farther and farther from what your ideal is. Like, I just can't imagine. So, but it is it, end up with? People, I mean, and what they're what they're going to say is is like it's it's there to augment your the reality, not replace it. But but like I mean, if you can look at the internet and go, what's the what's the thing that it's done? You know people live a virtual life that's not actually them even as they even on Facebook, even on social media. Yeah, like all, all sure. of a sudden everybody's got a set of brass testicles here and are willing to say things you would never say to somebody to their face. You know, but like it's a false sense of of who you are. You're not actually that person, but you're willing to do that when you think there's any type of digital representation of yeah, you. Yeah, so I think that's the line though. If you if you can be digitally groped, that's replacement not augmentation. Yeah. Augmentation says, "Hey man, somebody did it's trying to harass me in the some sort of crude digital form and I don't appreciate it. Yeah. It's a replacement to go I was groped. Yes. Right. That's that's a blur that's a blur of the line. Boy, what a PR nightmare though, right? Like how would the metaverse have to respond to that? if You said, "Look, you weren't actually groped." Like they t- they'd be they'd be canceled from here to Tacoma. This right, for the same thing that we're cautious of here because someone's going to take it wrong, like that's the thing that the meta, like the, the people who are on these technology companies, um, think of. Think of who's adopting the type of people who are going into this thing. Like the the type of folks who find it compelling to say, "Look, I'd like to." One, I think it might be cool, and they've got groups who go, "I want a great a chance to invent myself, uh, to to feel like I'm I, I can craft an image that is feels like it's more me, and I can do it freely because I'm not bound by some of the constraints in the physical world or what people's. Your restrictions might be the on. The thing is, is though, our physical world—we ended up with those restraints. They came from society. Yeah, you're just moving society to to a digital format. You're—it's going to show up there anyway, eventually. Yeah, right. Like it's, a lot of people like to like throw these their hands up in the air, and go, "I can't believe all these things are how they are." Well, they got that way through people, and the same people are going to be on the metaverse, right? They're yeah. all going to get there eventually, and it's all going to follow you. So just because you started with a clean slate, it's only clean until the people start showing up.
2: I'm pretty sure I'll be a John the Baptist type preacher in the metaverse, though. Yeah, as opposed to mild mannered, the mild mannered Dan. Come on, everybody. Okay, Dan, Dan are you going to explore this metaverse this week? I, I have, I have, uh, um, I've already got the response. I'm, I'm in. I love Dan. He's a man of action. Yeah. Okay, Dan, we're going to check in with you next week. Okay. Next Monday, Dan's foray into
0: the Metaverse, Chapter 1. I got a Zoom meeting,
2: what is it, on Thursday
0: or something? I yeah. No, wait, no, but like that's the information. Where, are you going to like get in? Yeah, I'm in it. Like the Metaverse itself? Oh,
2: I don't know. I need to order a thing. Uh, uh, oh, goggles head, or whatever. Headset, yeah. Do I <laughs> Do sound have like to? an old Can man you try it out on, through, a, goggles? through a webpage or something? <laughs> <Get> those glasses. <laughs> I think
0: you can. I think it's not near the same, but I think you can. Some, actually, I helped a guy one time. Right He was trying to write a funding letter request to a to a bunch of investors because he wanted to create a digital amusement park within the metaverse, uh, and he was trying to raise roller capital Tycoon yeah uh kind of I used to love that yeah, yeah, that was great. you got and you got you could pay coins, you could ride the he you know you could create the oh, the man. roller coasters, you could play carnival games um, it was a whole thing I don't know if it, I don't know if it got on.
2: I wonder if the games are rigged in the metaverse too. <laughs> that would I, stink. They I are. can live in a pod and just spend my whole life in the in the metaverse. Is gonna be great. Uh, I can't wait. Yeah, boy. I just this is
0: so it's okay. That's too far. That's too far into the future. Uh, let's let's fall let's follow for right. I'm, I'm just trying to think. Like well, this has to end somewhere. <laughs> like it. You, like uh, what is what is humanity get to when they realize that the that progress, what felt like progress, where we can actually be the best version of ourselves, only will reveal that we are often the worst version of ourselves. Right? Because once you introduce freedom into people's lives and lack of constraint, uh, I, th- this is where people start to become, you know what, I am indeed sinful from my mother's womb. They're more likely to believe that. Once you start taking off some of the societal boundaries and say you can do whatever you want here, and then you end up with with nude metaverse, man. The thing is, is like, it, and this has been true... Uh, throughout all of humanity is, like, the best that you can come up with can't, it doesn't contain enough joy to sustain you, right? The best of what God come up with can sustain you and continue to hold you. But, like, the metaverse, uh, as as cool as it sounds, it is created and maintained by humanity. And, like, we've never been able to pull this off. We've never been able to sustain joy and peace on our own steam. It's, it's Babel. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is Babel. Hot dang. There's
1: I mean, a, I, don't, I don't know
0: if I'm like turn to burn, burn down the metaverse. Wait, but, wait like, would it be wrong to street preach at Babel? I, here's the thing. I just, it, 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 can't, it can't do what they want it to do. Yeah. Like what they want it to do is is, is, to, is, to be able to sustain a world where you say you can take all the things that you don't like about you or whatever, and you can make it your own. And then then if you only, if you only had this to be different, your life would be different. But it's never true. Right, like it it never holds, it never sustains. Yeah. And so, like I, and, and like if we haven't been preaching that message, uh, that, that Christ is the only way to get that done, the metaverse is, is gonna easily prove that out. We've had a chance to build this up from the ground up. And the internet was supposed to do the same thing. And it's nothing but a cesspool. Yeah. Right. Of people arguing and, and complaining and thinking solely of themselves. The one thing that definitely cannot hold you is your uh, time spent thinking only about you. When God gave out – when Jesus gave out two commandments, he said love God and love people, when he said those two things, you weren't on the list because he knows that like that, that, spending time of focusing solely on yourself won't ever produce the joy that you think that it will. And the metaverse runs the same risk as the internet runs, as our, as our world runs,
2: right? It's just a different avenue to be disappointed that it's not going to work out for you. I was at a a preachers meeting this morning, and they were talking about. I wish I would have written it down. Some dudes written a book that anyway. The 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 big thing coming, uh, philosophy coming this direction now is of us becoming our own gods. Mm-hmm. That, that um almost like the Mormonism, but but uh, I mean they'll fit right into that. But that's kind of what you are talking about. In, in the the metaverse, you're your own god. You've come. We man can become god. We were talking about. Tower of Babel was like, is exactly where we are. Yeah. It's kind of crazy to think. And so it's in reality, but also in the digital world, we're, we're creating our own universe. How could this, this could be no worse for humanity, right? Like, like, if I wanted to drop 20 pounds, I have to get
0: a plan going and I have to do it. Yeah. But like, I can enter a virtual world and drop the 20 right now and feel instantly better by myself. But like, it's a shallow victory. It didn't actually happen. Right. I'm not better. I don't actually feel better. You know, like but I believe that I do it's like a giant placebo, yeah or it's a or it's a, it's a manipulation of your of your uh how your body works like it's it's creating experiences and body reaction based upon digital kind of stimuli and stuff, yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Well, we'll pick that up later. I don't know if we have time to get to anything else. We've done metaverse. We, 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 let's, let's do some advice and maybe call, we'll have to come back to the why the children are leaving the church. <laughs> How to keep the kids from leaving the church. They're not. They're going to the metaverse. They're going to the meta. I always wanted curly hair. Yeah. All of a sudden, <laughs> I could get all my hair back. I could look fantastic. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Dear Life from the Path. Yeah, let's do this one. My husband and I divorced when our son, our only son was three. We had joint custody. Our marriage ended because of his binge drinking, secrecy, Mm. verbal abuse, and one incident of domestic violence. At 14, my son chose to live with his father. His dad and stepmother have now alienated him from me. He's 30 now and has had problems abusing alcohol and marijuana. When I see him, there is always underlying hostility. I love and fear for him, as any mother would. I attend Al-Anon meetings and have made myself geographically available to him over the last eight years. He visits briefly, once or twice every six months. I've offered to go to counseling with him. He has a counselor, but never invites me to come. I would pay for one, but my son says he's too busy to do more. Should I just give up? I'm afraid of letting go, but emotionally drained from the struggle. I feel like there's more to this story than what you're telling. Yeah. Why did he go? decide to go live with his dad? Yeah. Yeah. The marriage ended because of his binge drinking, secrecy, verbal abuse, and domestic violence. And at 14, he said, yeah, that sounds good. I'll go hang
2: out with that. Maybe he's turned his life around. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, maybe so. Maybe. but I, Yeah, 14-year-olds, you can't. I mean, their, their brains aren't fully there i mean it, it could have been she doesn't let me have cotton candy i'm out true <laughs> right he's, mean, so she said his dad and stepmom have, a, have now alienated him from me he's 30 yeah
0: yeah i mean you might be able to tag them for three years after he moved over but like yeah 17 18 19, 20 um he's making his own choices and uh you're gonna you need to deal with that like um that either he's either making wrong choices um, and that's causing very much difficulty for you. Or um, there's something you're not saying, and he's making wise choices, and you just don't want to deal with that. Yeah, it feels like there's. But those not. are. But uh, but either way, those are his choices, though. Don't don't um, don't scapegoat that and, and try to tag it with the ex-husband. It's um, that yeah. that kid owned his choices for a long time.
2: Yeah, because what, what was the question? What 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 can I do? Was that? Should I, yeah, should, should it's I I, really nothing? Should, should I just give up? Uh, what can you do? I mean. You can't control what they're thinking and what how they're viewing you, even if it's wrong. If you think it's wrong, I'm. Ew, that's tough. Yeah, I, I was, yeah. I
0: mean, I would, I would for your own personal sanity. Uh, I would say, checkpoint one would be: Have you feel like you've been able to articulate yourself clearly for where where you're at? And so, you know, if you tried to talk to him and he's not listened or like you can't get up the gumption or you're not sure he's checking his you know, emails or whatever, like even the notion of right, like just you need to say what you need to say um, because you can't, you can't fault people for not reacting to things that you've not communicated. And so mm-hmm. I would say if you haven't done that, I would do that. I'd write it all down. I'd put it in a letter. I'd keep a copy because either he might burn it or something depending on why he's angry with you. But like I would at least make sure you've said the thing that you can say. Um, and then i would I would recognize that you can't live his life for him um I would make sure I've examined myself to say is is there a way that he's reacting that is not the ex husband's fault and that's not just because I think he's stubborn? Do I own any of this and I'd make sure you include that in the things that you're talking about and then past that um unfortunately, you can't live people's lives for them they do make their own choices and um that sometimes that is very harsh and hard to deal with, but I think you're gonna have to um to recognize that uh, you are not—if he's going to change his heart towards you, it's not going to be by your effort. Right, right, yeah. Uh, Secular says you have done everything you can to repair the tie that was broken so long ago. You don't know that. That's ho- that's garbage. That's no. that's hot garbage. She has no <laughs> idea how much effort this woman—you've been put working in. overtime. Nope, letting the gas Maybe. out. Yeah, <laughs> you can't fix what's wrong with your son. Whatever problems there were in the past, you have tried to deal with them the best you could. There's a saying in AA, let go and let God. For the sake of your own emotional well-being, it's time to do that. Eh. I mean, here's the thing. Sometimes the, the I, I'm not saying the advice is not salient, but uh, really sometimes folks are just going to make the choices they're going to make. And yeah. um, there is something very helpful, even if it's in the sh- long term, to know that you, are, you can be dependent upon, to come back to. And, like, the relationship, as far as you're concerned, is not, is not severed and in a broken state of which you're going to perpetuate. You're basically saying, I will be here when you're ready to have a relationship with me. And they will come to it on their own if that's what they're going to do. But you're right. You're certainly not going to force them into it. Yeah. They're going to have to get there on their own. Yeah. And I think it's, it's appropriate to, to have things be bounded. Bound. Um and say here's here's the here are the terms of which I will enter into healthy relationship with you, and then here are the terms I will not. And so, like you know, you putting in, if from your perspective, it feels like you're putting in all the effort, and your son is not listening to you, and he's not like because like it, it's comical some ways they people represent these things, but like I always want to know what did you say? What did you say? Did you say the thing that you're worried about? Did you say that to him? Did you say, hey, I feel like we're growing apart here. Can you help? me understand why because like i'd love to hear the answer to that question or did you just kind of beat around it and guilt him and say all kinds of weird stuff that wasn't actually progressing and then you feel pushed to the side slided yeah When like so like what did you say and then what did he say because like if he said you know well here's the reason here's and he, and he laid them out there and offended or otherwise he he told you that's different than him going you know what i refuse to answer you i love dad Okay, well, then you're dealing with the stubborn turd of a son, and that's got to be heartbreaking. But, like, you know, you can stop blaming yourself and trying to put effort into someone who is not in these conversations for good purpose. Yeah. Uh, Next one. Dear Life from the Path. We live next door to a nice Jewish family with three precious kids who seem to really like us old retirees. I had planned to make a Passover cake for them and had input on how to prepare kosher. However, I'm having second thoughts. Yeah. Should I send a card telling them I'd like to prepare something? Or
2: should I just go ahead and prepare it anyway? Or should I just send a Passover greeting instead? What? It's a neighbor? Yeah. Yeah. How about you go to your neighbor's house and say, hey, I'm really curious about this. They probably invite you over. Yeah. But I'd, I'd really like to bring something. Yeah. I would feel make, yeah. crappy if I didn't show up with something. I don't want to offend you because I don't know out of ignorance. Yeah. That's okay. You can say that. But yeah. That's weird. I mean, I'd probably just make it. And then I,
0: but then I would do the same thing. I would, I would, I would mention it. And then if they, as long as they explained it within something that I had already done, then I would whip it out and go, "Hey, guess what? I made it to those specifications. If not, I leave it in the car or something." Yeah, because like I mean, I, I'm not real hip on uh, Jewish tradition, I guess, but like they got they want to be real sure that this stuff is prepared in a way yeah, yeah. that is legit. And so, like, if there's any question,
2: if there are some upstanding Jewish citizens, they'll they'll politely decline. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what would be offensive to me, like, if, if my neighbor was an atheist and said, hey, I'm just trying to relate with you, I, I got these uh, crushed skull Jesus cookies, uh, you know, because I heard he was crushed. Uh, I'd be like, oh, wow, um, that's not really how it went, but i, I really appreciate you. Yeah. And I'd have a conversation, like, that's right. really cool if you think of me that way. Yeah,
0: but th- I feel like the Jewish religion is not as open to... Non, like they just follow traditions. The traditions mean a lot, they hold oh, a lot yeah. of weight. Just call the synagogue or whatever. Just call the local uh sh- and say, Hey, I want to make a cake for my friends. Is this shlemiel?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, I don't think that's right. <laughs> you make a laka, that's like a cake, it's like a pancake. Okay.
0: Yeah, but do you have to do you have to kosher it up? And
1: yeah. it's just potatoes, right?
0: I don't know. Yeah, if you wanted to be know. surprised, ask the just call the rabbi and he'll put his wife on, and she'll help you. And if not, then yeah, I like it, Dan. Just go talk to the neighbor and say, "I really want to do that. I just didn't want to do it wrong or offensively." Can you? Yeah. Can you tell me?
2: Yeah, they might really appreciate it. Yeah. yeah, the conversation is the surprise. You already made the surprise, so
0: yeah, that's true. Yeah, you don't have to show up with the whole shebang right now. Just be like, "I was been thinking about you, and I wanted to. I wanted to make you a thing for your Passover meal, whatever. How how can I help?" Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Uh, Segler says a card might be the better way to go. Before you go to the expense of buying the ingredients, yeah, I'm sure it's super yeah, expensive. Cakes are real pricey. <laughs> Talk with the wife. Tell her what you are planning and find out how strictly kosher the family is. While some families would welcome your generosity, others might prefer not to consume something that wasn't prepared from kosher products and prepared in a kosher kitchen. Oh, I didn't think about that kosher kitchen business. Hmm. You're going to have to yeah. cook it at the synagogue, too. Uh, okay, let's do one more. Ready? Okay, final. Dear Life from the Path. Oh, boy. This one's kind of breathy. I'm a divorced single mom who has finally met someone. His name is, quotes, Greg, and we've been dating for two months. Greg is also divorced and financially stable. The one thing I really like is that he gets along well with my teenage son. Problem is, every two or three weeks, Greg falls into a deep sleep that lasts three days. (laughs) Whoa.
2: (laughs) Whoa. I I didn't see that coming at all. Now, is this in the metaverse?
0: (laughs) Wow. Holy buckets. He'll get up for a glass of water or run to the store, but goes right back to sleep. It causes him to miss work, and often he becomes verbally abusive during these episodes. Over Christmas, I saw him coherent for only 10 minutes the entire weekend. When he wasn't half asleep, he was calling me names, belittling my self-worth, and telling me nobody. But he would ever love me, so I had better stay. On Christmas Eve, I was left alone and crying in a dark living room. When these episodes aren't happening, he's attentive and charming. His daughter told me he's been like this for years. I feel resentful about everything he's put me through in such a short amount of time. Yeah. But I'm afraid I will never find someone else after being single and lonely for so long. Oh, wow. Can I get your advice on how to view his situation? You've dated this guy for two months? It's two months.
2: He's got a lot of abuse in two months. You yeah. need to leave. This is horrible. And, and, or or at least help him. There has to be a medical thing or some hidden drug use or something. Yeah. You don't just fall asleep for three days and something's wrong. You're you know? a single mom with a, with a teenage boy. These are not risks that you're going to take. Yeah, yeah,
0: no, 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 I would no. agree with that. Like you, yeah. you gotta wait anyway. Yeah, he gets along with my teenage son because he's a juvenile. <laughs> he sleeps for three days. <laughs> I don't. I mean, Mike, are you assuming there's something nefarious about his sleeping? Yes. You don't think he just goes into like a temporary fugue? What? No. <laughs> Who do you know who goes into temporary? This is the kind of stuff that sucks me in when a bunch of drug addicts (laughs) tell me this crap. Like it's regular. And I get sucked into it and I'm like, oh yeah, I could see that happening. And then I look at the other 99.9% of people in my life and go, ain't nobody taking no three-day nap in a month. It doesn't happen. You'll never believe this thing that happened to me. Yeah, I will. Mm -hmm. Because you get involved in all kinds of craziness because you're doing nefarious things. It does sound like he's detoxing. Every once a month? She's only been dating him two months. Yeah, like this is the, te- like, we could say, oh, I think he's got a, it could be a medical problem, or he could just go on a, he goes on a drug bender, and then it takes him three days to wipe out of it, and so, yeah. he- and he's irritated it's going on. Yeah, so, like, I mean, here's the thing, is is once again, it's the classic, there's only two options, right? Like, uh, you, you need to stop dating this man directly. Yeah, That doesn't mean you hate him, he needs to get some help, mm-hmm. uh, but you don't have to be the one to give it to him. You're a single mom with a teenage boy. Uh, This is not a situation. You're not a drug rehab facility, or you're not a mental illness, whatever (laughs) clinic, or whatever is wrong with the guy. I want the man to get help, and so should you. And you can love him as he goes and does that. But your days of dating the man are done. Yeah. Like literally, you've been dating him for two months, and he's verbally abusive,
2: cashes out for for three days of crack, and like misses work. It's not going to get better. No. No. The
0: daughter said it's been like this for a
2: long time. Yeah, it's like yeah, this is this is the best your relationship will ever be. Yeah, <laughs> it goes downhill. So yeah, yeah. You know. the, the, the the like I said, like there's there's we're not saying
0: that the man doesn't need help and that you can't love him and 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 whatever. But like your days of dating him, him filling a role of any type of financial responsibility, emotional support, he's verbally abusive to you. He's not even providing emotional support. And, and and maybe this is really unfair that the world has has presented to you in such a way that you think that you have to choose one of these things like you're weighing out a, a scale, right? Like you, you don't have to accept a man being verbally abusive to you. You just no. don't, ever, right? And you're like, but well, he's this and this, and he's good sometimes. He's not. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, God sets a much higher standard for a dude, and uh, frankly, there are good fellows out there. I'm sure they're very hard to find. But even if they are difficult to find, you don't settle for less than what God says you deserve, and you deserve better than that, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and, and I think, to not to belabor the, the previous point, but you don't need to be dating for a good number of years yet. I, I, I get that you might feel lonely, but like for the protection of your child, like you don't want to have to navigate... The, the types of situation that you're talking about, now you're, you're having your kid has to navigate to. You think your kid doesn't recognize that you were crying in a dark corner on Christmas? Right. Come on, man. Like, I don't care if he's not yelling at your kid. Your kid's perceptive. Kids of that age will recognize oh, yeah. when things are different in your life. And so... Um, and it sticks with them. That's not the kind of thing that, they, that you think they just shake it off and it's not a big deal. No. It sticks with that kid for a very long time. Yeah. So I, I, I know I know traditionally people don't like this answer, but I mean... Slam dunk best for you and your kid is you wait till that kid's moved out of your house mm-hmm. uh, until you're going to date again, unless they're whatever, unless they go to college and they're going to stay in the basement and then whatever. You say, look, just so you know, you're going to stay in my basement. I'm going to start dating. Yeah, And that's fine,
2: too. That's only four more years.
0: Yeah, right. But, but just, I, I, you know, I, I, I know you're feeling lonely here, but, but this, it takes me back to that conversation we had with the guy whose wife was in the coma. And we're oh, like, it yeah. cannot be that there's only one way to solve loneliness, like uh, you've you've got if you find some friends, go to some concerts, live your best life, get in the metaverse. Yeah, yeah. Right. But you don't have to date the, the the narcoleptic drug addict. That's not necessary, and you you don't have to be trying to date someone to navigate the relationship with your kids. Yeah. Here we go. Secular says, Greg's behavior is not normal. Talk to him when he's conscious. Ask if he remembers what happens to his personality during these extended periods while he's quotes asleep. Tell him his rants are hurtful and verbally abusive. Ask what he thinks causes these episodes. Could he be having an adverse reaction to a medication or some other substance that he's taking? Because the person you're encountering isn't the Greg you love. Greg may need to be examined physically and neurologically to ensure he doesn't have a medical issue. Sure. However, if he refuses, draw the line now and end the relationship because it won't improve without intervention. As lonely as you may be, please consider how lonely your future will be if you stay with him and how damaging it will be to your impressionable son. Yeah, Yeah, I agree with that. That was nice. Hey, you've been listening to Live from the Path. We very much appreciate you hanging out with us here on what was a half-life program. Yeah. We'll continue to, to tap away at that, see if we can't get back in the game. This is us getting on the saddle after not uh, dating for a long time. Going, going live was clunky. Yeah. And we, we, brought the, uh, we brought the drug addict in. <laughs> Anyway, we uh, very much uh, appreciate you listening. Hey, if you got any feedback for us on the show, please uh, let us know. You can call the Live from the Path, Bob another complaint line, 515-517-0085. That's call or text. I did get a text uh, within the last month and a half or so. Thanks, Dan. Yeah. What? It was a compliment for you. I assume it came from one of your... Dan Hudson at gmail.com uh, I can't some imagine Some other I nefarious number <laughs> Anyway, uh, you can again call or text The Bob Eisenhower Life in the Path to the Plate Line 515-517-0085 We would love to hear from you In the meantime, uh, we'll plan on being here next week We're going to check up with Dan See how the virtual church is, is trucking along And, and uh, making waves for the world And it sounds like we got to figure out still how, uh, how to keep kids in the church mm. and it might bear, might, Those two conversations might be one and the same Thank you, Facebook In the meantime, be faithful in the means. God will handle the ends. You've been listening to Live from the Past.